is up? It's your boy Flash from ALWT Gaming, aka Malachi36. Let me <laughs> remove that mute button from uh from it's the nine balls face. Let's go ahead. There we go. There we go. There's that beautiful face. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yep. Uh yep. It is here on a Tuesday, May 11th. Welcome to All Things Gaming, episode 48, I believe. 48. I got 48? Yes, wow. sir. We are moving Jeez, and grooving. So many of these. Jeez. Yep. Trucking along. Uh, over here, we have Gravity Mark 2, as you guys can see, labeled up there in the upper right corner of... Well, actually, for him, that's like upper left. Uh, but upper, upper right corner of the screen. How are you doing today? Good, sir? Doing pretty good, sir. How are you doing today? Been playing a... A lot of uh, Animal Crossing these past couple days. Completely re-terraforming my entire map. So it's very tedious, very expensive, very much so a big pain in the butt. So (laughs) I've been having fun. I'll have to see. I I, I might just try it on a demo time period or something like that. Because I just never, Animal Crossing just never been my jam. It's worth at least a try. It's worth a try. And I'll say this. I'm actually, like, I'm remodeling everything. I shoved, like, a year ago. Like, I actually got this, like, at launch. Mm. Before the pandemic started, I shoved all of the animals into the bottom right corner of the map as tightly as I could and just made a little shanty town for them. And then I just made the map whatever I wanted. And I just put everything, like, all the shops and stuff in the all, like, the opposite corners of the map. Because so I was like, I want to utilize the whole map. I want to... You know, like, I don't want to waste any space. I want to, like, run around and use the map. And then what I realized was that it just took way too long to get from point A to point B. And then all my dude, all my friends were, like, in the corner. And I'm like, no, like, now I got to, like, completely, like, tear down mountains I've made. I have to, like, make more mountains in other places. I've got to, like, move buildings from one place to another. And it's just very time-consuming. It's very tedious. It's going to look beautiful when it's done. But until then, it's, it's 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 a project, to say the least. I heard that. Heard that. Um, S killed inside the chat. Says hello. What's up? How are you doing? How are you doing? Good to see you. Um, hopefully everything's good in Denmark over there. And of course, rounding out our trio, we have it's the nine ball corner pocket. How art thou? Oh, I, I'm doing great today. It's off and just did a bunch of gaming and relaxed today. It was a very relaxing day. Sounds very good, man. Relaxing. Sounds good. Been I... playing a lot. Go oh. ahead. No, no, go ahead. Hey, been playing a lot for me. Just been playing a lot of um, uh, leveling up his cyberpunk for the end. And been playing 14 besides that. And, of course, me and Ohio are still playing a bunch of Smite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now, Smite Night this past Thursday was actually pretty successful, so that was a good time. I think we went undefeated, at least from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. We were undefeated. <laughs> Let's just say that. So, but yeah, that was a good time. If you guys want to check that out, make sure you guys are checking us out. ALWT Gaming at YouTube. Uh, Got to give a shout out to Crash Be Smashing for the recent follow. What's up, Crash? And Kutya TM. 
as a Mary for the follow. Thank you very much. I appreciate you guys. Um, yeah, we do this every Thursday. Or Thursday. We do this every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time until 7.30 p.m. Um, sometimes we go over. Sometimes we go a little under. But ultimately, we have a good time when we talk about the stuff that we all love, which is a.k.a. video games. But before we dive, jump into the video game stuff, I had to ask you guys. I had an epiphany. All right. I was thinking about the PS5. I was thinking about Xbox Series X and even the rumored Nintendo Switch. And I have to ask you guys, what do you think has the best console launching, like gaming launch? Who had the best launch with video games? I have a few examples here. We don't have every single game that's out there. Um, or every single console, I should say, that's out there. And we don't have all the games that came out for at launch. But I wanted to kind of throw a few examples just to get the mind going and rolling. So, back in the day, N64. Nintendo 64. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're going old school. I'm here. traveling here. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. we'll, hold on. we'll hold on, Bill and Ted. Let's, let's strap in here. <laughs> and keep in mind... Whoa. That these are launch titles. These are not exclusive, so they, it's very possible that they came over to other consoles later on. These are just launch titles with this particular console. And again, this is not all the. Con- I, mean, I just took three from each one. Okay, so for N sixty four, we had Super Mario sixty four, we have Pilot Wing sixty four, and we have Saikyo Habu Sogi. All right, that was on N sixty four. For Dreamcast, we have Power Stone, Expendable. And ready to rumble boxing. For Sega Saturn, we had Virtual Fighter, Mist, and Tama. We had for PlayStation, this is the very first PlayStation, we had NBA Jam Tournament Edition, Zero Dive uh, Zero Divide, and Air Combat. Not Ace Combat, Air Combat. <laughs> uh, for Xbox, we had Halo Combat Evolved, we had Project Gotham Racing, we had Dead or Alive 3. Mm. For PlayStation 2, we had Dead or Alive 2, we have Kessin, and we have Eternal Ring. For Xbox 360, we had Amped 3, Call of Duty 2, Gun. For PS3, we had Genji Days of the Blade, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, and Call of Duty 3. Xbox One, we have Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, Battlefield 4, and Call of Duty Ghosts. For PS4, we had DC Universe Online, Blacklight Retribution, and Contrast. Nintendo Switch, we had Breath of the Wild, Shovel Knight, Super Bomberman R. I'm assuming that stands for Remake, possibly. Uh, Xbox Series X slash S, we had, and we're still kind of in that lunch window time period. We have Breath of the Wild. Oh, no, no, no. We have The Medium. I was gonna say, hold on a second. I was gonna say, if I could get Breath of the Wild on my Series S, holy, that is a game over. I'm sorry. Like, if I can utilize this thing's SSD to, like, play that game, ugh, ugh, it's game over. So we have have, uh, the Medium, the Pedestrian, and Control Ultimate Edition. And then for PS5, we have Astro's Playroom, Bug Snacks, and Demon Souls. So. Now, again, not staying limited with that list. That's just stuff that I quickly threw together and was just thinking about it and stuff like that. Some banger consoles that we had. Some not, like Sega Saturn people probably forgot that Sega Saturn was even a thing. Um, you Even if you want to throw in there Luna and uh, friggin' what's the streaming service that 
Stadia uh, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you remember Luna before Stadia. You know what? That just you know what? I'm sorry, Google, that just says enough. Like if mm. people can remember Luna before Stadia. <laughs> So was was so with that being said, I, and really think about this because I want you guys to get out of the element of current gen because a lot of people, myself included, when I'm thinking of who has the best lineup, I'm only thinking of Xbox Series X and PS5. But if I really, really, really take myself out of that element, who had the best gaming launch lineup for consoles, what mm. was that truly looking like? Because I'm remembering... I have my answer. I have my answer. And I, I actually, I'll say mine in a minute, but I, I, I want you guys to think about it for a moment. All right? Um, uh, as you guys are thinking about it, we're going to show some gameplay of, of our first story. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to show some gameplay of our first story officially, uh, just so that way you guys can get an idea of what we're about to talk about here in one segundo. So yeah, so definitely take some time to think about it. And here we go. I'm actually even gonna There we go. <laughs> so right now what you guys are seeing is New World, which we're gonna talk about, like I said here in a minute. Definitely some cool concepts here. Little MMORPG action. And you and you gents, just let me know when you guys have your thoughts together of what has the best console lineup. I already got mine together. You got yours? How, how are you looking, Gravity? You know what? I'm still working on it. Alrighty. Take some time. Yeah, just weigh out the good, weigh out the bad. Think about it all. Think about it all. <laughs> You're thinking really hard. <laughs> Damn, you know what? This this matters to me. Mm -hmm. This matters to me. I don't. I mean, I'm gonna. I'm, full disclosure, I'm probably gonna be talking out of my ass at this point. But. <laughs> I mean, come on! Like, I, I, I want to try to do this justice if I can. Mm. Uh, all right. Mm. All right. About the. Uh, looks like Eskill can finally hear us. I, uh, I'm not sure if we're on mute or if we had to refresh. But welcome, yep. Eskill. Good to see you. Do we have? Do we have audio problems, Eskill? Uh, I, I think we were fine, but yeah. But if we were having audio issues, uh, just let us know. I am actually bringing the screen back of us getting rid of the image of New World, which we're going to talk about here tonight. But yes, so again, that's going to be the first official kind of topic we're going to be talking about. But we're going to start with you, Nineball. What do you think? What console do you think had the best gaming launch? For me, based off this, oh, this was a tough one, but I'm going to take the Xbox. The okay. OG Xbox. It was tough between that and Dreamcast. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. Power Stone, I swear to God, we spent like years playing that game. I think we did spend like probably almost an entire day playing Power Stone. That was my jam, man. That was my jam all the way. But overall, I'm going to take the original Xbox. Okay. 
Okay. And again, you're not you're not constricted to this list. I was just I just threw those guys because there was more launch titles than what I listed. I just yeah. wanted to get the the brain going and moving and all that. So, but yeah, so we're yeah. we're going with uh, Nine Ball Corner Pocket is going with Xbox Original Gravity Mark Two. Mm. How are you feeling? What? Full disclosure, not feeling very confident. <laughs> but I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. I didn't really start paying attention to video games until I'd probably say it was probably around like oh six oh seven that like I really started to pay attention to like, actual launch titles, actual like launches in general, like like finding out about E three in general. Mm-hmm. So like it, it's one of those things that especially like if I have to go back. If I had to go back in time, like, I'm like, oh, shoot, like, like, hey, way, 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 way back in the day. Like, I didn't get into, like, an X, like, a, like, a, like, an N64 until I was, like, around, like, the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. But, like, it, it ended up, like, you know, all these, like, really great titles that already come about. Uh, by oh, the time missed, that you I missed my... Emmett Smith football. Yeah, like, <laughs> there were so, there were so many titles that, like, I just didn't get a chance. Um, like in terms of like best launch, if we have to go off of launch titles, just pick the uh, one that you like the most. You know what? I'd have to say it's gonna either be at the very least either the N sixty four or the OG Xbox. It's okay it, for me. Like I can't, I can't decide. It's one of those two, and and honestly, Ocarina of Time. Like not even considering that. Like that didn't even come out until like a couple <laughs> years after its launch. But the N64 had a lot of really great titles at its launch. But, I mean, even even when you look at uh, the, the OG Xbox, I mean, you have Halo. You have, uh, what was this, Mad Dash Racing? You had NFL, what was that? NFL Fever 202. I didn't, 2002, I didn't really play that one. Uh, but you had the original Oddworld. Like, yeah, Project Gotham Racing. Oh, geez, like, what was that one? We got a little yeet like from of, SQ Gamer, by the way. Little yeet. I feel, I feel like <laughs> I, I feel I feel like I'm kind of killing it right here. But at the very least, like if I had to think of a, a launch that was the most memorable, it'd probably be the Wii. Hmm. Okay, that's a, that's a new one. That's a new one. I mean, I mean, if, I mean, if you think about it, the Wii crushed like everything in terms of sales, in terms of numbers. And I mean, I mean, when you look at it, all they did, Wii Sports, mm. as as silly as that title might sound, that that, that game, that game was so much more fun than so many of the like most of the titles that the Wii actually came out with. I remember playing Wii Sports more than any other game on the Wii than I actually played. <laughs> So like I I played all the way through like Twilight Princess and I remember playing Wii Sports more than Twilight Princess. <laughs> yeah, 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 dude. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. There's only one. I have my answer locked in, but as I really really think about it, it's kind of a tricky one. Um, Ooh, I would say. So, my number one is PlayStation 2, only if Final Fantasy X was in that launch window. Mm. 
If it was not... It was. Final Fantasy X was in the PlayStation 2 era because I had it on PlayStation 2. Well, yeah, well, it was definitely in the era because I remember... Well, yeah, that's what I was about to say. I, I definitely know it was in the PlayStation 2 era because I remember very, very vividly their commercials that would come on and I would just see Cl- uh, Cloud. I would just see uh, Titus and everybody just skating uh, down the little... Uh, from the airship down to the temple... Like I loved that. I thought that was so super, super dope. And there was that like that was the first time that I felt like gaming was changing for more than just being like a little platformer or sports or whatever the case is to where you like the plot lines were actually becoming really 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 good. Because I I started playing PlayStation 2 games. Like I mean, of course I had a PlayStation 1, but I was more focused on PlayStation 2 games than I was on the PS1. And then when I went back and I played uh, Final Fantasy 7, Final Fantasy 8, Legend of Dragoon. That's when I was just like, okay, there's something there's something more here. There's something dope here. Um, I'm definitely going through Legend of Dragoon now on my Vita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fantastic <laughs> one, man. I, I'm I'm still uh, I'm still on that vein that I would like to see a Legend of Dragoon remake. But um but yeah, but I, I like so like when I think about it, I'm like Final Fantasy Ten like, was the one that sticks in my head the most. And when I finally got my hands on Final Fantasy X and played through it, because that's actually that's actually one of the reasons why I decided to give 8 a try, is because one of my friends had advised me to it. But at the same time, I was like, Final Fantasy VIII, Final Fantasy VIII, why does this sound familiar? And, like, the way it was kind of, like, the aesthetic of it reminded me of ten to where I started I started playing eight, thinking it was ten. Like, that's why I was waiting, because there's a person named Renoa, and I was thinking that was Yuna, but it's not. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I kind of got that a little mixed up. But again, like, that's when I was like, okay, Final Fantasy is actually pretty cool. And then I went back to 7. That was a banger. And then I and then I went ahead and played 10 for the first time at that point. And I was like, okay, hands down, I'm a Final Fantasy boy all the way. So, my answer would be PlayStation 2 if... Final Fantasy X was a launch window. I know it came out for the P. Uh, I know it came out for the PS2, but if it was a launch window, then that's oh. my answer. If it's not launched, then my answer is actually Dreamcast, because that ready to rumble boxing, boy. Yeah, let me tell that you, was made it so hard, <laughs> dude. So you know many what? hours on Power Stone too. I invested so uh, many eons. Marvel <laughs> Capcom Two was on there. Mm. Oh, I'm so jealous. Like I didn't. I, I never actually had a Dreamcast. Oh yeah, and I ne- I never did. I never had a Dreamcast. You know, like I I inherited my N sixty four from my dad. I inherited well at the very least. I mean, he still has it, but like I was able to play the uh, the Sega Genesis like from my dad. Like he, I mean, he had like like one of like the OG Sonic. He had the OG like Sonic and Tails. So like that was like my window into some of those older classics that he had. But there, there's this gap, at least like with with Dreamcast, that like I didn't even know existed until like I like it was way past the Dreamcast's time, and I was like, holy crap, the Dreamcast had this many titles, mm. like it was this good, like Ready to Rumble, like I like I remember playing that like on like, like I think like later iterations on that, yeah, on like other other consoles, and I was like, why did I never like play this on Dreamcast? And it's it, it's just one of those. It's ah, it's one of those things that like I just feel bad. I almost feel left out because people are like, yeah, the Dreamcast is great. I'm like, yeah, 
Yeah, sure. That because I mean, you, okay. you had Afro, you had, you had, uh, you had Afro Thunder. That like that was my jam. But uh, yeah, Ready to Rumble. You had Power Stone. That was the first time I actually started playing House of the Dead series. You did have a uh, there was a uh, yeah there was a what's it called a um there was a uh, a Sonic game. It was like a Sonic adventure game that was open yeah. world. Sonic um was, this, was that Sonic? Yeah, they had Sonic Heroes for the for the Dreamcast. They had it for the Dreamcast and for the PS2. Sonic o- yeah, you're not talking about Sonic 06, are you? It was. Uh, I just all I know is that good. all I know is that it was a it was a very much like our uh, um the first Zelda. Uh, Arcana Attack, or, or I can't even say it, but um, it's very similar to that. Uh, but it was Sonic, so like it was li- literally open worldish. It was really cool. Now, granted, I, I know, I know that's what Sonic Heroes was kind of like, and that was one of my favorite Sonic games of all time. It's and it's it, it very well could be that because I never owned that game, but I did play a little bit at my friend's house, and that I'm game sorry. was awesome. Uh, S. Kilt says, I thought Gravity said drink, drink cast. Drink cast. <laughs> I wish. I wish. You know what? If, if video games had a flavor, let me tell you. <laughs> we, we've tasted it all. There you go. <laughs> Woke me. But yeah, so there you have it. So you have It's the Nine Ball with Xbox, the original Xbox. There was, there was a one game, though, on the Xbox which did it. Um, I logged so many hours. Me and my family, we used to have so many competitions on Dead or Alive 3. It wasn't even fun. That was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Unreal Tournament, Unreal Championships and Dead or Alive mm. 3 on that. We logged so many hours on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got Gravity Mark 2 with, uh, you said N64 or X, the original Xbox. So if you had to choose yeah. between those two, which one would you, would you pick over the other? Uh, You know what? kind of think that i would i would lean more towards the n64 uh i mean they had super mario 64 which i mean how many remakes does that gotten yeah (laughs) how many like how many like spinoffs is that like inspired like since then like and 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 honestly like it's probably just because it was like the first 3d mario Mm -hmm. honestly that was probably the only reason but i mean i mean like super mario 64 is such an iconic game it's one of the reasons why, like, honestly, the N64 killed a lot of my motivation to play, like, older games when I was younger because it was 3D. Because, like, I had gotten used to all of these 3D games, and by the time I was like, oh, like, all these, like, these older Zelda games, all these older Mario games, I'm like, side-scroller? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, so you mean to tell me I just, I just do, 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 left to right the whole time? <laughs> like, jump left to down. <laughs> it's like, that's it? <laughs> like, you just run to the, you just run there the whole time? Like, what what are we doing? But it, it, it inspired so many other spinoffs. Like, it, I, I honestly, like, I feel like the N64 was a very, very iconic console. But if we're talking launch titles specifically, ah, like, I mean, yeah, they had they had sixty Mario, six, uh, Super Mario sixty four. They had Star Wars uh, Shadows of the Shadows of the Empire, which I like. I briefly played when I was younger. Mm. I remember I had the console, like the cartridge for that. You had to, you had to do the whole blow trick, which apparently doesn't work, but I swear it does. <laughs> I believe, I believe, it. I think it works. I'm with you. That's 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 the thing. Like they say it doesn't work, but how come it works every single time? Mm. Like, when you take it out and you don't do it and you put it back in, it doesn't work. You do it, like, five times, it doesn't work. You do the, put it back in, 
somehow it works. Yeah. Saying conspiracies, man. Conspiracies. It, it it's all a conspiracy. <laughs> they don't. Uh, and then we have mine, which is the PS2. Only if Final Fantasy X was a launch title. Otherwise, it is definitely Dreamcast for me. Uh, guys, yeah, like we said, I mean, and of course, if you guys have any anyone that's inside the chat or listening to this later on, whether it's Anchor or YouTube or Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, anything like that, make sure you guys want, if you guys want to throw in your comments as well, you guys can throw in to think what you have as the best console lineup of all time when the, uh, as far as launch games and launch titles. Uh, just send us an email at at least you tried .game at gmail.com or you guys can go ahead and send us a message on our social media platforms if you just search us at ALWT Gaming. But, moving on. Amazon stepping into the world of MMORPG. I'm actually going to go ahead and play this on mute while I read this talk, uh, article to you guys. Um, it's And it's showing off New World. Showing off some New World. Um, so, Alessandro Filari uh, from GameSpot says... New World is the largest game set to be released from Amazon Games. Oh, let me make sure it's not an ad. It is an ad. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, Alessandro Falari from GameSpot says, New World is the largest game set to be uh, released from Amazon Games. In the same vein as World of Warcraft and Final Fantasy XIV, uh, New World is an online RPG where players can take quests, take, take in lore, and collect loot in the world of Adernum. Uh, essentially a high uh, fantasy setting that takes inspiration from the Americas during the the age of the exploration with its uh, with its August 31st launch approaching the developers of a large-scale open-world MMO opened up new world to a final preview ahead of its release later this summer one of the most uh, constants in an MMO is the focus on dungeon crawling and we had the chance to dive into New World's take on the new uh, group quest called Excavations. New World puts on uh, puts more of a focus exploring a large open world at your own pace, letting you take on trades, engage in PvP and PvE content, and build out your character how you see fit. This aspect of the game comes through uh, in a major uh, big way during the Excavation missions. Similar to the ones to the other online RPGs, you and your squad of adventurers uh, team up to engage in the story-driven standalone adventures located in the instance locals. Uh, in our recent hands-on, we got to explore the high-level excavations in the Armin ruins, which you can check out in below, and that's on their site. As the name suge- uh, suggests, excavations are about un- uncovering and exploration exploring the lost ruins of Adonim which houses ancient uh, treasures and hidden threats that have gone undisturbed before your arrival. Uh, this particular excavation starts out in the, in the work, uh, network of mines before descending further into the ruins of the lost civilization. Uh, tying back to the themes of the new world, the MMO is about exploring an unfamiliar land and uncovering its lost history. So, gentlemen... As uh, if you guys are looking inside the chat right now, and you guys are taking a look at this gameplay so far, what is this doing for you? What are you guys' thoughts about this new MMORPG? Do you think that this is going to be costing money? Is it going to be a free MMORPG on so that's going to be on PC or consoles or anything like that? Again, this is from Amazon. So, what are your thoughts? What are we thinking? I'm, I'm thinking it's going to force me to have a Luna subscription, and I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Like, I get it. 
like if anything like if i if, if i had to, if i had to be a businessman about it i'd say this would be the perfect title to get your platform luna out there to people mm-hmm. and be like hey here you go like you know join luna like get a subscription uh you know like play this game it's gonna be really great it's gonna be really fun it, and it's one of those things that's like like yeah like that sounds great but it it kind of for at the very least for me it kind of comes back to the same problem with Sadia. It's like if they're like a, and and I kind of, and I'm kind of the same way as Malachi. I go to where the games are. If there's a game that I really really want that's on a new console, I'm probably going to get that new console to get this game. Mm-hmm. That said, if it's something like hey, like here's a really fun game, get it on Luna. It's like okay, well hold on. Let me see, like, like, what else does Luna have to offer? Like, is this an investment that I really want to do? Or is this something that, like, I'm paying all of this extra money just to pay for this game on top of the subscription service that I'm already paying for it? It's like, how much value am I really going to get out of this? Because if it's, like, if it's a free game, it's like, you. I, and again, I don't even remember how, how Luna works. I don't know if it's, like... Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know if it's like tacked on to like an Amazon Prime subscription. I don't know if it's like, you know, like maybe kind of like like game passes or like or like maybe like gold like Xbox Gold is where you can kinda of like get up to um, a year at a time. It looks like you get like they have early access. Right now it looks like it's five ninety nine per month, or you can get it with Ubisoft for oh. fourteen ninety nine per month. Oh man, that's a really low entry price though. Shoot. <laughs> that's nothing. Okay, hold on. So with that, it's five bucks a month. That's really not that much. That's I mean, like, I'm sorry. Five bucks falls out of your pocket once a month, you're not gonna miss that. Some of us might, some of us might not. <laughs> I still pick up but, my pennies. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean I'll, I'll say this. I have been trying to nickel and dime as much as I can. But like at the same time, like if I'm gonna get some value out of this game, mm-hmm. if I gotta pay five bucks a month, this is fine. Because like, because like, because uh, even honestly, I'll say this: if it's if it's something, I would prefer that this game be something that you buy outright in full, or it's a free game like with your subscription. Mm-hmm. If it's like a subscription to Luna on top of of another like monthly subscription like Final Fantasy fourteen, I'm sorry. Like at that point, I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to deal with two subscriptions like at once for the like one thing. That's just a little too much for me. Because like I'd rather just you know pay my subscription and either get the game for free and just play it like that. Ultimately, like, that's what I would prefer. But if I can get it, like if I just pay for my subscription, I can just pay for it once and then I don't have to worry about it. Like ever like i think that's fine i feel like that's honestly one of the reasons i'm hesitating going back to final fantasy 14 that as much as i do want to go back to that world and play the game and like continue the story it's like i don't want to have to keep spending like 15 16 bucks a month for it something that like it it's not something that like i at the very least right now can really feasibly afford I know that there are a lot of people who can't feasibly afford that, and especially with all of the expansions. Mm. Like you can, you can play like through all of Heaven's Ward like for free, and that's great. But I'm kind of at that point where I'm pretty much done with like Heaven's Ward. Like I'm near the end of Heaven's Ward, and it's like if I want to keep playing it, like I've already bought the expansions for it. But if I want to keep having access to my character and my my items and my weapons, it's like I have to keep paying for this monthly subscription. 
I just don't, there's so many other things that I'm doing right now that I just don't have that time to justify the subscription. Mm. Now, with this game, it seems like the action is like real time. And I'm definitely a very big real time action person. And the entire time I was watching this, I was thinking to myself, you, you son of a, you ghost, you get over here, you get over here, I'm gonna get you, we're gonna get you, we're gonna clear this dungeon, we're gonna get the good stuff. Uh, like I feel like uh, I feel like I'm at the very least because we've been, I've been playing Integral Factor with uh, with yeah. you uh, yeah. with you Malachi. Like I'm getting those moments where I'm just like, you, you get over here. I'm gonna get that really cool weapon from this, and I'm gonna go to the next dungeon. I'm gonna do the same thing to that guy over there. Like it's it's definitely making me want to play it, but I have a lot of questions about it. it. You know, it's it's one of those things that like it, you know ultimately. If it's too much for me to really, like, like at the end of the day, like, if it's not worth, if I'm not going to put enough, like, time into this, that, like, justifies the money that I'm putting into it, then I'm probably not going to play it right away. I'm probably going to put it off for a later date. Mm. Uh, but, at, at the honestly, like, I really do want to play. <laughs> like, just kind of looking at it. Yeah. I, like, honestly, like, at the very least, like, looking at this dungeon, it's kind of, it's kind of dark. Yeah, I get the dungeons are supposed to be dark, but like I kind of want like a little bit more light. I kind of want a bit a little bit more brightness. I want to be able to see a little bit more. But I just don't want to like have to squint at my screen the entire time, being like, "What am I looking at? Who am I looking?" Yeah, that. Like, I don't want to just be like, "Like, who am I looking at?" Like, I don't like you know, like I don't. Yeah, like it's like, oh, geez, like is that the enemy or is that my ally? I can't tell. Like we're all just like in this like mosh pit together, just like swinging at, swinging just in the air, just hoping we hit the enemy. <laughs> like, you know, like I will say, it it it's making me want to play it. But like I said, the the money that I'm gonna end up putting into it, like the time that like the time that I put into it has to justify it. So. We'll have to see, like, when when we get some more information on, like, pricing, how how this is going to work. Mm. But ultimately, like, am I excited for this game? Yes. I, I am absolutely... This looks really fun. This looks like something I could spend a lot of time playing with you guys, like, all the time. So I'm hoping that it's... I'm hoping that it's good. Honestly, I'm hoping that it's not going to be, like, exclusive to state... Uh, to Luna that they are, do kind of like share this game with other platforms honestly i feel like that's just more revenue streams that they can open up for themselves but regardless i'll have to see what the pricing is going to be like by the time it comes out but i am excited for it i think and i'm i'm kind of i'm all i'm i hear you on all of that the i'm usually not one for games that you have to pay to play on in in the first place there's only been two games mm -hmm. that i feel like i really wanted to pay to play them and one of them i fell off a long time ago but it was great during the time period and that was dc universe i loved playing dc universe uh, uh even though i had to pay for it i loved playing that with my friends and everything like that um now it is one of those things where you still have to pay to play i think i mean it's free to play but to a point but then if you wanted to do like the tier three and tier four stuff and, and, and above, now you have to pay for those or you have to pay for the packages or whatever the case is. I don't, for me now, that's there's no merit in that for me. Final Fantasy fourteen is one I still find merit that I want to play and just expand inside that lore and just be able to 
just to be get ready for the DLC because there's just so much content there. Uh, Nine Ball, you 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 know you saw my face when I when I thought I was, when I got done with uh, Realm Reborn, I was like, all right, I'm about to be close to Heaven's Word. Four weeks later, I'm like, where am I at? Oh, you got 80 more missions to go, buddy. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? So, so yeah, so I definitely, I, I got my money's worth out of that, and I continue to get my money's worth out of it, which is why I don't mind paying for uh, Realm Reborn. This one, the the vibe I'm getting, I would like this one to be free, uh, at least with Luna. And I say that because the all this is making me want to do is just go play Elder Scrolls online. That the, that's what this is kind of looking like. This is how, how I kind of feel. The, the fighting system is... This was more fluent than Elder Scrolls, but that's the vibe I'm kind of getting. I am interested to see how that world's going to be. And I and, and for Elder Scrolls Online, you don't pay a monthly fee. You just... You, you literally buy once and you have it. And then, of course, you have expansions that come out later on, but those are just single purchases. So just seeing this in its... Uh, and also... I agree. I think that I would like it to be on other platforms. If I can get this on my PlayStation, this is by all means. I'm I'm diving into this. Unless there's a monthly subscription for for this particular game, I would have to be convinced a little bit more. Um, but at the time, at, like if I if I had to come down to it, I don't want to have multiple uh, uh, subscription services like uh, Final Fantasy 14 and this. So if I had to choose, I'm going to choose Final Fantasy 14 every single time. Little Tofu, how are you doing? Good to see you, Little Tofu, and 92 inside the chat. Um, yeah, we're just yeah, we're just talking about uh, this game that you see that right now on the background. It's called uh, New World from Amazon. It's an MMORPG, uh, and we're just kind of giving our thoughts about it right now. And and I'm I'm very curious to see what more this is going to entail uh, and see what's going to happen here. Um, but yeah, it does look interesting. I wonder how many players it'll be. I wonder how their raids will be. Uh, and uh, yeah. Uh, what, what about you, Nightball? Does this do anything for you, or is, do you have anything that differs from mine and Gravity Mark's uh, 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 comments? As Little Tofu ninety two says, "Hi, Legends. What up?" Uh, at, least I, <laughs> at least I might have something to do while I wait for my packages from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, no, I really don't have much to input. Y'all already said most of it. Um, it would have to be free for me. I'm, not interested in it. I mean, it doesn't look bad, but I don't think it's going to be subscription-based for it. Mm. What I'm seeing so far, I think it'll be... I think it should be free, and I'm not real into right now the, let's say, the streaming thing, the way they want to put it, so it won't download onto your hard drive. It's going to just stream straight through. If it's Luna directly? Yeah. Yeah. And, um... And everybody knows about streaming services. Yeah. It can get real finicky sometimes. Mm-hmm. If your internet has any problems, then it'd be like the worst times too when your internet decides to cut out. <laughs> I mean, just think of some of our smite nights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ain't lying. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's it's gotta be it's gotta be free. If it costs anything, I already got for me, I play I like MMOs. I got two subscriptions, so yeah, I'm not putting up with a third one. Yeah. Building system? <laughs> I just want, yeah, there's a building system in there. I just went ahead and removed oh. the. Uh, <laughs> I just went ahead and removed the um, oh. the uh, the the image and brought back the chat. Uh, but yeah, but so, definitely looks pretty cool. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead and comment on that. So, I'll say this: just from the gameplay that we saw, uh-huh. 
the very least, like I I already assume that there is more to the gameplay than what we saw. And like, and at the very least, like just looking at like the dungeon crawling, I'm like, yeah, that looks fun. Like I like dungeon crawling. Who doesn't like dungeon crawling? But I, I, I decided to go out of my way, and I was like, you know what? Like, let me like take a look at it. Let me see like a little bit more. It, it looks good. Like, like the more that I look at it, I'm like, I'm like, this kind of is almost reminding me of um, some sort of like World of Warcraft crossed with like Red Dead Online. Okay. At the very least, like that's kind of like the vibes it's giving me. Like I'm seeing like this. Uh, like the screenshot of a guy who's like dressed in like like old like uh you know like uh like huh? oh jeez like, i can't like even remnant of the ashes in a way kind of yeah I, I get that a sense. little bit like like there's so much to it like there, like the like there's there's bears that you can fight there's like all like there's a like very fantasy looking like high fantasy oh, looking environments Video along with just have, give me trauma <laughs> uh. bears like it like it, like it the the terrain looks really interesting like some of it looks very high fantasy and other parts of it just honestly just kind of look like like red dead's like red dead's map mm. like it just kind of looks like the old west and like i'm looking at this this picture right here like it looks like it's just like kind of like the old west with like a dude and like like honestly like this guy looks straight up like Gandalf like with with a horse <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it's like the old west I'm like this looks really interesting at this point I'm really curious because again I love dungeon crawling but and I know that that's not all there is to this game but I'm really at this point I'm really curious to see what all this game is going to entail because if this game I, I hope it's free. I agree with Nineball. I hope it's free. And I've said this in the past, especially like with them, like with RPG, like with MMOs in general. Like if you have, like if you're gonna have an MMO and you're gonna have a subscription service, don't have like in like like in-game purchases. Mm. Is my thing. Because like like I know Final Fantasy XIV has that, and I think it's a fine option for those people who do want to spend extra money to get those cool things. For me, I'm like I'm already spending month like the you know, X amount of money a month. I'm not going to like allocate more money to just get this really cool aesthetic. But if I'm not paying anything for it, it's, it's kind of like Fortnite. It's like if you're not paying anything for it, and you see that really cool skin that you like, and you're like, hmm. you know what? Maybe I wouldn't mind spending five dollars to get that skin. Mm-hmm. Then maybe a week. Uh, yeah. that, <laughs> you know what? You know what? Abs has been playing Smite. She just started playing Smite last night. Was telling me more about it, so I'm like, ugh. Ah, uh, she just started. It, she start. She started playing Smite la- a little bit of Smite last night. She was. She was like, yeah, like I went to Arena. I was doing all this stuff. This is says nothing to do with New World, but she was. Uh, <laughs> she, she 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 started playing Smite last night. She was like, yeah, like my buddy like took me into the arena. He had me try out all the characters, and it was really fun. And she was like really talking my ear off with it, and I was like, okay. Might have to start playing Smite now. Yeah, dude, it, it is a fantastic. Yeah, we'll yeah we'll talk off stream for that one. But yeah, that's yeah. that's a fantastic. Join one. I, I will I will say to your to your comment as far oh, as the in, to your comment as far as the in store uh, transactions, I partially agree. I I don't think that they should be in there if you're already paying a a, a, sub, a monthly mm-hmm. subscription. If it's a timed thing, if you only have for a limited time. 
then you're kind of like, hey, if you want this Cloud Strife outfit, you can only purchase it from this time to this time. And so you, have, you better get it now if you really, really want it. I think that's something that... And again, I don't know if Final Fantasy IV... I know Final Fantasy XIV has in-game purchases. If you wanted that, go ahead and buy certain mounts mm. and stuff like that. But I don't know if, there, if any of those are timed. I never looked into those. I just... I, I just go ahead and play the game itself. But if they did something yeah. like that, then that would be something that I would disagree with. I wouldn't want to have that because I already have issues with that on Smite, for example, where I want to get the Archeon skin for Thanatos and I can't get it because it was a time thing and it's never coming back again. I'm holding on the hope that it's coming back again, but it's never coming back again and it pisses me Maybe off. You get out one of them chests or something. <laughs> you, yes, I need some. Someone bless me. Bless me with the chest, all right? Because I definitely need it in my life. You heard it here first, and that's another. <laughs> and that's another thing about these games is that, like, ultimately, like, I prefer my games like without it, like in-game purchases, mm-hmm. like if it's possible, because it's just honestly, like, it's just an, an annoying feature that, like, you have to con- like honestly, like, I feel like I have to work like work around it when I play a game. Like, I have to like make sure I like I avoid that section so I don't accidentally buy something, mm-hmm. but. I'm uh, like I'm like in terms of like preference. I think I'm more so like I prefer like instead of like saying like hey like here's an exclusive skin that you can only buy for this amount of time. I'd rather the developers just make a whole like level. Be like hey like here's a really tough challenge that you have to do. Finish this challenge and you get this reward. Like I'd rather feel rewarded for playing instead of like rewarded for like spending my real money. And that's one of the reasons why Warframe is such a good uh, uh, option. Because for Warframe, you can either I, you know what I downloaded that and I need to play it. Yeah, you can either buy it up front and just you you just pay money for it, or you can put in the hours and build it yourself. Like that's one of the beauty things about Warframe is that you can do that. It's, it's not. Pretty much practically anything that's in that game, you can actually build. But is it is it going to be easy? No, it's going to be a challenge. But it is going to be something that might be a fun challenge. Some of them might be tedious. Some of them might be fr- frustrating. But I, I think if a lot more developers decide to go the Warframe approach, we might see more people jump X, Y, and Z on aesthetics and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But then at the same time, that also kind of opens a door for hackers to be like, all right, well, if I can build it, then I can go ahead and just get a thousand of this or whatever. And that next thing you know, I have a million helmets. Yeah, but, but you know, like, for example, <laughs> Warframe, <laughs> you, you know, like, for example, uh, Warframe has a pretty good auction system the way you can go to, like, a certain area and use plat in order to get things. Mm-hmm. Um, another one I know that did it for a little bit, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but World of Warcraft, some of their mounts, you have to beat certain raids in order to get them out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got to beat certain bosses. For, like, I have, like, a mech mount, but I had to beat, like, this mecha gnome to get it. Mecha gnome! <laughs> you know what? I like that. Like, I honestly, like, I love games that reward the player for going out of their way and actually playing the game. It's... It, it, it's just one of those things that, like, I feel like there's certain games, especially, like, Fortnite. It's Fortnite's, like, the easiest, like, per, the game to, like, to kind of point at. It's, like, it's a very easy game, uh, like, aside from the building, like, which is really the only challenge other than, like, aiming. But, like, I mean, I'm sorry, like, I don't I don't like it, like, when I, when I run up to someone, they build an entire mortgage in front of me. Like, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and they're just like, all right. 
I'm like, like watching well, him. I'm just on the bottom floor. Just I'm gonna shoot him. I'm gonna take his building down. You just start building. I'll take care of the rest. <laughs> uh, but like I like I love those kind of games that like have you go out of your way to just like just to like to be like, hey, like if you want to do this, you have to do this. Like, it, it, like as long as everything feels balanced, I feel like that's fine. Because like if it if it prevents you from doing something like simple. Be, like before you do something really hard it's like okay like i, I kind of want to ride this mount and you're having me like go up against this boss that i have to get like i have to coordinate with like 26 other people to do to beat we all have to be this certain class to do them we all have to use these certain like like at that point like that's just ridiculous like i'd rather you just kind of like just be like hey here's a boss beat the boss beat the boss cool you get to ride the mount like I, I like that a lot more. I like it when games like reward you for actually playing the game. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I feel like with Warframe, that's a really good balance to strike. Because if you want to just skip skip the weight, cool, you can skip the weight. If you don't want to skip the weight and you want to grind it out, you you have that option to get the same thing without having to spend the money. At the very least, at that point, it it doesn't leave this any sort of room for like any sort of uh, I guess like in. Uh, uh, like implying anything with certain players where like oh like you have a really cool art like uh, you have like a really cool warframe I can't tell if you bought that or if you're just really good at the game and quite frankly it shouldn't matter like at that point like it's like I, I don't I don't know like I don't know if you guys have experienced this before but like when you see people with like really cool gear and you're like oh you can only get that gear if you buy it mm-hmm. and it yeah. just kind of like makes you like imply certain things about the player and you're just like ugh like uh, well, this this person over here, like they might not, they might be like maybe not that good, but they're just blowing money on the game. They're getting all this really good stuff from it. You're just trying to grind it out and trying to get like the bare basic stuff. I don't know. I feel like that's like a good. I feel like that's a good like medium. If they, so, as like, long as they get tell. me the Archeon skin for Thanatos, I, they can buy whatever they want. I don't even care. I just want right. that skin. <laughs> all right, but uh, no, I, I no, I agree, I agree with you. I think. I don't honestly. I it it does at the end of the day. Who really cares? Like, is, if if you want to buy it, you can buy it. If you want to play for it, and it gives mm-hmm. you that option, you can play for it. But I think the only time that it would actually, and this is a, a conversation for another time. I I think that the only time it would actually affect us as gamers is if it's like a play to win, aka mm-hmm. Star Wars Battlefront Two. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, stuff like that. That's when it got starts getting annoying. It's just like, all right, I mm-hmm. see that they have this Jabba the Hutt skin, and you can only get that if you buy it. So chances are, and then pop, pop, you're dead. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's just like, I just got killed by Jabba the Hutt, and I'm freaking okay. Darth Maul. You know? <laughs> okay. You know what? Hold on. Now I'm just picturing like, Jabba the Hutt in, in the Battlefront 2, like, Me got no boy to go go la solo. Hey, just, it like, happens. Just, just slithering around. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it happens. It happens. I'm just saying, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm Darth Maul, I should be able to take on Jabba the Hutt. And if he is 30 and 0 against me, <laughs> that's a problem. So, yes, I'm, at, I'm pretty sure that if I'm not mistaken, I ain't going to talk, talk about Battlefront 2 because we had a. Um, God, what do we have? I played that. I think it was with you, and they had like a god tier Darth Maul or somebody running around. Yeah, well, I think it was all of us. Like, I think I, we were all on that game. It was me, yeah. Bailey, Levu, you, Gravity. I think it was literally all of yeah, us. Yeah, and they had like I, I can't remember who it was. The name was just like we was like stormtroopers. They had like a god tier. Yeah, 
Ray or somebody running around just murking folks. You just feel so insignificant, your little blaster. <laughs> hey, General Grievous was super annoying. Mm, I gotta right, say, like, I gotta say, like he had a really cool skin. Like he had like a like like half his face was melted. It was, it was pretty cool. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So real fast, uh, a few <laughs> little tidbits out there. Uh, just that we have on the document here. I'm actually going to skip it and come down to here because I want to give you guys the chance if you guys are having a hard time finding yourself an Xbox Series S or X. I actually haven't heard too much about people having complications out there, but I know that there are system shortages and it is uh, being a real inconvenience for gamers that's trying to get themselves a console. So, did Microsoft find a solution? Eddie Mackick from GameSpot says, Microsoft is rolling out a pilot program for a new way to help fans in the U.S. get their hands on the new Xbox amid the global semiconductor shortage that is making it hard to buy all manner of new tech, including consoles. Microsoft has announced what it's called the Console Purchase Pilot. Anyone in the U.S. who has signed up for free on Xbox Insider's program on Xbox One can register for a chance to reserve uh, uh, Xbox Series X slash S console. Details on how to prog- uh, the program works are in the, uh, available from the Xbox Insider Hub on the Xbox One. Posting on Reddit, Microsoft said it will invite a subset of Xbox Insiders on Xbox One to participate in the program. Those chosen will find an invite for a flight called Xbox Series X slash S console purchase pilot in their inbox. So not exactly a perfect solution. I know that they're trying to do something with it, which is definitely good. It's always a more options are always better. Um, Looking into it sounds like it's still somewhat of a uh, sounds like it's still somewhat of a like just a register is still kind of like a gamble, but at least they're trying to do something with this. So hopefully they can actually find that solution because it sounds like they might. And that, and then that can be something that uh, PlayStation can roll out as well. And then later on, Nintendo Switch Pro, because we know that's going to go through the same scenario when that comes out. It's going to be a problem. Nah, I'm not looking forward to it. Not looking forward you to it what? at all. Don't, don't, don't even get me started with the Nintendo Switch Pro or whatever they're going to call this thing. <laughs> like as, as soon as my Switch becomes obsolete, I'm going to be so frustrated. Mm-hmm. Gonna be so frustrated because I'm gonna want to get the new console. I don't want to get the new console because the Switch is perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I said, don't get me started. Uh, another little. Well, I won't get you started. So we're gonna go on over to the next little tidbit that's in there. Square Enix making moves, and Stephen Petit from Gamespot says uh, more than 15 years after its initial release, Final Fantasy VII: Advent Children is getting a new edition. This time on 4K UHD Blu-ray. The 4K UHD uh, version will include the additional footage added in 2009 Blu-ray release, making this definitive way to watch the animated follow-up to the classic uh, Square Enix JRPG. Advent Children's uh, 4K UHD Blu-ray is available uh, to pre-order now at Amazon for $24.49, which is discounted of $6.50. It's worth noting that if you pre-order a copy now, you'll get the lowest price offered ahead of its June 8th release. As expected, Amazon is offering pre-order discounts right now, but it's possible the price could even go lower or back up. This edition also comes with the standard Blu-ray digital and digital editions of the film. So I threw that in there because, again, at the end of the day, it's little news, not anything too major. Uh, it's been out forever, 2009. We're 12 years into this. Um 
Oh, years! Oh my gosh! Yeah, yes, it's 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 old. a it's an older show, but I think God, I do feel old. My my, my <laughs> thing though is that they're, I think Square Enix PR is going really smart about this because this is a a, a movie that arguably is probably the best Final Fantasy movie that's out there. Some people might think it's Kingsglaive, but honestly, Final Fantasy wise, I think this might be the that's best cool. Final Fantasy movie out there. But um, but th- that's. That is being now mentioned this year, this month, and they're going to be dropping the Blu-ray 4K Ultimate HD version, or Ultra HD version. They're doing that in June, all the same month of when E3 is supposed to be happening, and for Summer Game Fest. I think they're, I think they're going to be announcing Part 2 this year, guys. I think they're going to be announcing Final Fantasy VII Remake part two and all of this is built up for it because again think about it march we had what final fantasy 7 remake for free for playstation plus uh people that's one two we're getting integrated on june 10th for playstation well playstation 5 owners and then of course we have the deal the Yuffie dlc that's coming out on june 10th now you're telling me two days before integrated it's announced that they're coming out with the ultra hd 4k version of final fantasy 7 uh, the movie, you know what I mean, and on top of that, we got first soldier uh, reveal that was done this year, and we have Ever Crisis that was uh, revealed this year. I'm telling you guys, I'm pretty confident that Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two is, or whatever they they claim it to be, is going to be shown late June or or at some point in June, early July. That's what I'm thinking, and I'm hoping that Final Fantasy 16 comes out because. I need some points on my board. <laughs> I, need, I need some points for my fantasy league. You know what I mean? Mm. So much as I would, as much as I would love to say that they they would they're gonna talk about part two like this year. Mm. I, I I don't think they are. You don't think so? Very, I think they'll like, talk about it. I don't I, think they're gonna announce it. I they might talk about it. Like when, because at the very least, like what we what we're seeing from Square Enix is we're actually seeing like a very strategic, very smart, very big brain, uh, like lineup that that we're they're they're, they're that they're, that they're doing, mm-hmm. uh, because like because you, you, you're seeing like Final Fantasy, uh, seven, uh, First Soldier, you're seeing Final Fantasy seven, uh, Ever Crisis, with two games that I'm very actually very excited to play, uh, even it, even though they're they're both mobile games. Um, and at the very least, like this news with uh, uh, with this with the remake of Advent Children, it's it's one of those things. I'm like, I I saw Advent Children once years ago. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it since then. And it's one of those things. I'm like, okay, well, if there was actually like more that came like with the movie, like that might actually be something I might be interested in. Like I might actually like be planning it. Like I'm getting it. And even if I don't get it. That actually, like, it, it still plants a seed in your head about Final Fantasy VII in general. It still lets you know, hey, this, the, you know, this world that we've created is still around. We're still adding things to it. We're still adding things to the lore, to the storyline, to the world itself. So, if anything, like, I feel like it's a good reminder for people just to keep it on people in people's minds. It's one of those things that, like, it, when you see, like, like what First Soldier is coming out, like later this, like late this year, fall, mm-hmm. I believe. So, yeah, like, fall, yeah. it, like, it's like First Soldier is coming out fall this year. Ever Crisis is coming out in sometime in twenty twenty two, and so it's one of those things. That I'm like, if if both of those games are going to come out this year, I'd say they're probably going to announce part two this year. 
because like ever crisis is coming out in 2022 i feel like at the very least it's going to be something that's going to if anything a reminder for people like hey don't forget final fantasy 7 is a thing so that way when they do announce final fantasy 7 uh like part two uh, with the remake like oh hey like i remember that like you guys were like i've been hearing nothing but uh, nothing but like final fantasy 7 stuff Mm. so i feel like if anything like might talk about it like at the end of this year but like i feel like they're probably not gonna announce it until like maybe next year but square enix please prove me wrong <laughs> please prove him wrong please, I, please prove me wrong yeah i needed to come out sooner than later because right <laughs> now on our fantasy game league we have a mildewy carrot taking the lead with 36 points right now um currently on his list he has monster Hunter rise with 18 points he has kenner bridge of spirits he has ghostwire tokyo he has shin megami tensei 5 he has psychonauts 2 he has 12 minutes he has it takes two walsh also got him uh, 18 points and he has trade with the counter pick of five nine at freddy's um anyone that's currently wondering how this goes 70 points uh 70 points is the threshold on a 100 point scale if their game that they selected goes above 70 points on the metacritic slash open critic you gain those points if it goes below you lose those points and then of course if you choose a counter pick on your opponent's side which is the six of us then uh if it does well you lose points if it does terribly for your opponent then you gain those points that your opponent will lose um zaka tv which is aka it's a nine ball currently has resident evil village got him 14 points fraternal which got him 16 points war uh, warhammer 40k dark tide the medium which got him five points ruin uh ruin king a legal legend story which uh didn't come out yet Oddworld soulstorm one uh which got him one point guilty gear strive mario golf super rush and he has a counter pick of zelda breath of the wild 2 so he's in second place comfortably there well i can't even say comfortably because right on his heels is illus be live with 34 points he has bravely default 2 um which got him eight points he has near replicant version one point in a lot of numbers, which got him thirteen points. He has little nightmares too, got him thirteen points. His five night at Freddy security breach. He has dark pictures anthology house of ashes. He has monster hunter stories two, wings of ruin. He has tales of arise, and then he doesn't have a. He has an open spot that he can still pick up another game with. He has a counter pick of Final Fantasy sixteen, and then in fourth place is fantasy football by Silent. He currently has Legend of Bre- Zelda Breath of the Wild two. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, which comes out next month. Um, Hollow Knight Silk Song, Lego Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga, a new Pokemon Snap, which got him 11 points. Axion Verge 2, Elden Ring, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. He has a counter pick of Back for Blood. And then in fifth place is Ohio with God of War Ragnarok, Back for Blood, Humankind, Evil Genius 2, World Domination, got him 7 points. Dungeons and Dragons, Dark Alliance, Biomutant. He has, oh, he picked a Biomutant. He has two open spots still. And then I don't have a single point on the freaking board. But representing ALWC Gaming, I have Horizon Forbidden West, Deathloop, Halo Infinite, Final Fantasy 16, please come out, Far Cry 6, Solar Ash, Dying Light 2, Call of Duty 2021, and I have a counter pick of God of War Ragnarok. So that's it. So again, you guys can check out our progress there at fantasycritic.games slash league. And you guys can check it out at, at well, I'll include the link later because that's a long link and i'm not gonna read that right now <laughs> i've heard some stuff about back for blood i was just listening to that it's today. actually really good from uh, from uh, i got a lot of good reviews out of the alpha yeah uh a guy well the guy i usually watch you probably never heard of him. it's called wow such gaming yeah um, yeah i heard of him 
I remember. Okay, he does the why you wouldn't survive, where he'll put people like people talk about how they survive, and like if the flood attacked or if necromorphs attacked, then he explains why you would not survive. Like mm -hmm. I was just watching it. What about why you would not survive the doom hell invasion? <laughs> Demons start pouring. Chances are you're not gonna make it. <laughs> uh, uh, no, there's no way. Uh as a side, on a, on a quick side note, I am really excited for Biomutants. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even realize that Ohio picked that up, that little um, sneaky punk. Oh, <laughs> that, that might have been a good move. It may, it may have been. It's a highly anticipated game for sure, so. I, I've been, yeah, it's it's been on my radar for quite a while, actually. Like, it's it's been on my radar, and a lot of the mechanics look really interesting, so... I really Might don't be know some points. <laughs> Say that one more yeah, time about Lambo. That I don't know much about it. I haven't really oh, yeah, it. take a look at the trailer, man. I think I think you of all people like are gonna be up there with gravity. Yeah, so like so like you get to uh like they have these different uh like different races that you can pick from. They're all like animal based. Mm -hmm. And depend and you can actually uh like pick like what your stats like your starting stats are, like your strength, your charisma, your intelligence, like what have you. And they kind of have like kind of like a hexagon kind of thing that they kind of has uh all of your stats. and you can actually move that around. Pick like can, can, what's, can you repeat like, that? You're you you're, you're choppy inside the audio. Can you repeat that? Uh, yeah, yeah. So like you can, so like you get this little hexagon that kind of like has like all of your stats in it. Then you can actually like maneuver like maneuver like the points within that hexagon to kind of like say like like which like you know like what all you want to highlight and depending on what stats you choose to emphasize that actually changes the way that your character looks. So like if you like make your character stronger like he's gonna they're gonna look more muscular. If you make them like very like faster like you increase their speed they're gonna be smaller and they're probably gonna be scrawnier. Um, and then throughout the game there are different like areas that you encounter that are kind of like these like mutant areas and like those areas like you kind of like you kind of like address them i don't know exactly what you do but you kind of like get in those areas you try to fix everything but you end up getting mutated a little bit so you might be like a raccoon character but all of a sudden like now your arm is like mutated and it looks like kind of like a like an insect arm so now that gives you different powers and different abilities that you have and it's a huge it's a big open world game it's one of those games that ultimately, like, when I look at it, I'm kind of part of me. Like, I still need some more information from it because I'm like, I don't know if it's something that I'm going to, like, maybe play for, like, a couple weeks or maybe I'm going to play, like, like a long time. It, if anything, I'm, I'm leaning more towards the latter because it looks really interesting and the concept of just having your character, the way your character looks, be based on, like, what your skills are. I think that's kind of interesting. And also the, mut the mutant uh, aspect of it, too. Because, like, that also, like, physically alters your character's appearance. Yeah. So I'm kind of thinking, like, like maybe you can, like, specifically, like, go for, like, certain mutations. So that way you can, like, get your character look to look, like, a certain way. So maybe you can have, like, a, you know, you can have, like, a fire raccoon or you can have something like that. All, it, it looks really interesting. All I'm saying is I'm going straight Cheetor. I'm going to be all speed everything. Give me that bunny and that cheetah and that mighty yeah. speed, you know? Yeah, I was looking at pictures. I might want to be a grasshopper. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Sensei. Uh, like it, it looks great. Yeah, it definitely looks. Just, let's just throw all. Let's just throw all of the points at Ohio at this point. 
No, I'm not. I'm not conceding. Just, He's just, not winning just, this. No, no, don't just, give him that. Let's just, let's just talk. Let's just, let's just talk up the game that's gonna get him points. Let's just do that <laughs> real quick. Um, one last little tidbit out there for anyone that is interested inside EA events, which I definitely am because of Dragon Age for sure. An EA upcoming live event is coming. So Eddie Mac, Eddie Mac, first and foremost, shout out to Eddie Mac from GameSpot. He majority of the news that we get is like from him. So. Big E. Yeah, Big E. Shout out to you, man. Um, EA's annual gaming uh, show, EA Play Live, is coming back in 2021, but it won't be connected to E3. So pause about that. Let that sink in. It's not connected to E3. Back to the quote. Uh, Well, back to the article. The publisher said that on Tuesday, EA Play will be held virtually on July 22nd. EA made an announcement on social media with a video, but it doesn't appear to contain any teases for what to expect from the showcase. That being said, we have a few guesses. EA is releasing a big, a big new Battlefield game this holiday, while BioWare has Dragon Age 4 in the works. Uh, these titles, in addition to updates for Apex Legends, are likely to be discussed or shown off during the show, in addition to surprises. EA Play 2020 was held in June amid a very busy schedule of the other announcements and reveals from other companies, so it seems EA is, get, is looking to give its own show more breathing room this year. Last year's event brought big news, including announcements of Skate 4, E3 21, uh, meaning while it's meanwhile, or meanwhile, is scheduled for June 12th through the 15th as an all-virtual show. June 12th is also the day that the Devolver Digital is planning to host its own summer broadcast. The uh, the busy summer schedule will also will also be included. Uh, will also include the latest Summer Games Fest event um, in June, which that's also oh this is right there uh, in June from Jeff Keighley as a virtual Gamescom in on August. So first and foremost, I have to say this: I enjoy that they're having. June slash July be that portion of video game announcements because now it kind of feels like E3 all over again, even though it's not all E3. It kind I like that they're kind of doing that because last year it was a wreck. <laughs> it was it was all over the place. We had Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest lasted for three four months. It lasted the entire summer, which I mean I guess it's in the name Summer Game Fest, so it makes sense that it would last. That could last the entire summer, but some of the events that they were kind of doing, just it, it was almost like, all right, did we really need to see that? You know what I mean? So it was just that. That's kind of my thought about that. I like that now we have one particular month in this time period to look forward to, but we're going to get stuff from E3. We're going to be getting stuff from uh, Jeff Keighley. We're going to uh, at some point. It's it's assumed. I'm, I'm it's not confirmed yet, but it's assumed that PlayStation is probably going to be doing their state of play and stuff like that. Their big state of play, I should say, in June. Because they already had a small one, which was about Ratchet and Clank. And then they shown off uh, Subnautica and Among Us coming to the PlayStation, which that pissed me off. But, it, 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 and again, I probably have no right to be upset about it. But I'm upset because I was really hoping that we would see Kenna, Bridge of Spirits, and, uh, and Sifu. Those are the two biggest indie titles that I'm really, really stoked for this year. But you got Subnautica. I mean, Subnautica's awesome. I don't care. <laughs> I don't. That's just me. That's just, that's just me, though. That's just me. You know what? I'm sorry. I 
would much rather watch Neebs Gaming go through their Subnautica Sub-Zero playthrough and watch them do that than actually play it myself. <laughs> they're, like, they're, I'm sorry, their playthrough of Subnautica was absolutely hilarious. Mm. Did you guys ever see that? Like, no. it was... No. So, like, so like it, it is because it is a single-player game, they had just one of the guys actually play it, but they played it based on, like, you know, like, like the basic story, like with Subnautica, is like you know, like you're like you're in space, your spaceship crashes, and you land on this this you know this, this aquatic world. And basically, the whole plot that they came up with was that this guy like worked on the spaceship, the spaceship crashed. Now he's like stuck on this aquatic world, and now he just like anytime they make a video, like it's like he's like on the phone with customer service. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he's just dealing with them the entire time. Oh, I gotta see that. It's whole. It's it's amazing. Please check it out. Uh, they've already started their their Subnautica Sub Zero playthrough, and it looks like this this game looks fun. I've played a little bit of Subnautica, but I've gotten so much more enjoyment out of just watching them play than I have actually playing myself. Oh, I feel you with that. I'm just like, yeah, Subnautica on the PS5. Oh, like sure. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I remember uh, you telling me about that too, about Neebs Gaming and everything like that. I just I just haven't actually seen it yet. It take it, it yeah, um, but in terms of uh, like EA and their whole thing, if anything, I just the, when I hear that, I just hear paywall twenty twenty one. Yeah, it's just like hey, let's 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 show you all the games that we can get you to buy stuff in, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, it, and again, it just kind of comes for me. I'm just like, prove me wrong, like show me some games that I might be interested in, uh, because like, at the very least, like. When it comes to EA, it's like as as a publisher, like it's fine, but it's just like I want to see like good games, like because like I, at the end of the day, cause part of me is like I'm looking more at developers and like less at publishers. It's like because like if you're the ones like making the game, that's one thing, but like if you're making the game and then you're having someone else publish it under their name, it's kind of like like how much involvement did you really have with this? Like how much influence do you have with this? Like is this what the original game was supposed to be like? And it's like, and as and as ambitious as Anthem was, like, <laughs> I kind of like. I'm not gonna lie, I kind of liked the ambition. Not gonna yeah. lie, I, I I applaud the ambition that they had with it. Mm-hmm. Like I wish I wish it was bigger. I wish it did more. I just kind of feel like Destiny kind of kicked it in the shins. <laughs> Oh, it wasn't Destiny. It was a whole bunch. Like they had a whole thing oh, about clear. that. Oh, Yeah, it was. I honestly oh, don't even. I, I honestly don't even mind the game as it is right now. Now, granted, I'm not the end game content. The only argument I would have right now, which I haven't tried on the PS5, but the biggest argument that I would have is those load times on the PS4. Like it was ridiculously long, and that and that's oh, not. I should just, try that out. Gonna try it out on the PS5 and see how quick it is. You know what? I should try it out yeah. at some. I'm gonna on my MBME. <laughs> On the, on the PC and see how it works. There you go. So yeah, I, I'm just kind of, and that was that was my only thing because I loved flying around. I felt like Iron Man. Like it felt great yeah. flying around. I I like oh, that was cool. Yeah, I liked the combat and everything like that. The story was it didn't fully engage me, but there were characters in there that I thought was pretty cool too. I just I was just kind of curious of why it got so much flack, other than it at launch was actually breaking people's consoles because that actually was a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, like, I to me, like, it's not a game that I've I've only paid five bucks for the game. You know, I've literally paid five bucks for the game. I don't think I think that was completely underrated for that price. But 
again, I haven't got to the end game content, so I don't know exactly how it is. But from what I played, I played well more than five bucks worth. I would yeah, say at least you twenty twenty five. Imagine you got it for sixty. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I was about to say from oh, from what I'm hearing, from what I'm hearing, and, and <laughs> don't get started on the deluxe ver- the ver- uh, versions. You know what I mean? So it's just like from from what I'm hearing, it's not worth sixty, eighty, one hundred twenty bucks. But I am wondering if it is worth thirty, if it is worth forty. You know what I mean? Because that technically would be the length of a Miles Morales game, which is only eight hours of experience technically. I would say it would be around bargain bin price for me. It's what like is- that. It's like that bargain bin at Walmart. We're just like, ooh, let me see what's in here. Yeah. Uh, uh, mm, I'll pass. <laughs> you guys are real fast. Real fast. No, on, a, on, on, a, on a side no. note, do you guys remember? And this is completely not even game, video game related, but you guys just just triggered something in my mind. Do you guys remember those like little uh, samples that you were able to get inside of Walmart, like the little cheese and crackers, and see which ones you liked and everything? And I, Kroger, or, or Kroger, 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 Kroger. That's it. It Kroger. wasn't Walmart. Yeah. It was yeah. Kroger. Man, those were the good days. <laughs> that's all I have to say. I, I think Sam's Club still does it, but like, I don't, I don't, I don't have a Sam's Club like club membership or whatever the heck that is. Mm. Which again. I, I'm not. I'm sorry. That's like the dumbest freaking idea that anyone's ever had. Like, here, let's just have a grocery store, but like, let's just have like everyone pay like a membership to like get into the store. Like, that's mm. just that's kind of dumb. But at the very least, like they have like they sell things in bulk and they have samples all the time. Oh yeah, like like the sample stuff. Oh my god, like it make it would make me want to just be like mm-hmm, let me just get the sample let me just go to this clothing aisle let me just try on this jacket and this hat and this mm-hmm. uh this fake mustache and let me just go back around and just be like hmm oh is this uh is this deli meat let me see <laughs> go over there let's go over there bet your own sandwich yeah 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 that's what I was about to say yeah you so make so good you say this own... <laughs> is fancy making your own panini um yeah, yeah, I just I had to throw that out there because again, you guys said Walmart, and it just made me think about those free samples that I missed so much, which is probably not happening anymore because of COVID. Uh, throwing it out there, uh, the next story that we do currently have right now is Days of Play is making a return, guys. Days of Play is making a return again. Our boy Big E, as Gravity would say. Eddie Mackick from Gamespot says, e! <laughs> as part of the campaign, players can register to take part. An event that calls on uh, on users to work together to play a game and earn trophies uh, to unlock special rewards like PSN avatars and themes. Registration is open and available ne- now here with the stage uh, uh, with one with the stage one of the event kicking off May 18th. On that day, players can earn points toward uh, three different goals, and uh, the first of which is games every PS4 or PS5 game that a user plays for at least one hour uh, during the week will count towards the goal. Double points are available if you play games with friends. The trophy goals, meanwhile, calls on players to earn specific numbers of trophies each week, and each uh, person can unlock a maximum of six PS4 slash PS5 trophies per week that count towards the goal. The third goal is a bonus goal. Should the games and trophies goals meet uh, to meet, a new set of extra goals will be announced and detailed. 
In terms of the reward, players will receive special PSN avatars and PS4 dynamic themes, and they will be delivered to you to your inbox on your console. The dynamic themes are only available on PS4 because the PS5 does not have dynamic themes. But I wonder if it's gonna I wonder if it's gonna come to the PS5 for dynamic themes. Because I've I've had that conversation before, and I think that we're still in that early phase where it's just like, hey, first let's go ahead and first get PS5s out there in the wild. Because right now, I think, I think to be honest with you, at least, I don't know if this is worldwide or just nationwide, but I think there's only like 8 million PS5s out there. That's a lot, but also not a lot. <laughs> not nah, when you compare it to 7.7 billion. Billion what? People. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I, was, I was thinking console. I was like, what console sold that much? Like, that's breaking records right there. But no, um, yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Like, it's just... This is not a lot, like, as far as the, as far as consoles go, like, I know that it's its launch year, it's already, I think, surpassed or surpassing the PS4, which is great, that's fantastic, they want to hit 14 million at the end of 2021, but it's just like, that's still not enough, so, I don't think we're going to see themes for at least until 2023. That's my guess because there's there's already another article which we didn't include on here that was talking about the shortages of PS5 and they're expected to be shortages throughout 2022. So yeah, especially with the because like uh, uh, I mean honestly like I want to say it's the microchip shortage. It's 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 a lot of shortages. Like there's a shortage on a lot of stuff. There's restrictions with a lot of manufacturing. It's there's just a whole lot. I mean, I mean, I just threw a mini fit there, just because I, I completely agree with you, Malachi, in terms of the, uh, the the dynamic themes. Like, that's one of my favorite things yeah. about PlayStation Four. As weird as it sounds, like I have a dynamic uh, uh, Final Fantasy VII remake. That's uh, what I got <laughs> as, my, as my background, like on on my on my PS Four. And it's one of those things that now that I play my PS5, I don't touch my PS4 nearly as much. But anytime I turn it on, I'm like, oh, this is nice. Mm -hmm. Like, it has, like, I, I get my Final Fantasy VII remakes, like, music that goes with it. Yeah. It's animated. Like, it's actually, like, neat. Like, everything's, like, like totally, like, redesigned. The material sound when you're going from sex to this. Yeah. yeah. I, that's my favorite. I love that. The little ting, 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 ting. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I love that so much. It's just, like, I wish... I want that so bad on the playstation 5 I really do because like i don't mind like going over an icon and like the whole screen changes to like whatever you know that you know the game is like you know you hover over miles morales and then it's like you know like miles like swinging in or something like that but it's like what i want my themes back mm. my themes yeah like it as as dumb as it sounds like i want my themes so bad like, I loved, like, just looking at dumb themes. I spent so much time just scrolling through, just being like, oh, here are all, like, the free themes I can get. Here's some, like, extra themes I can get. And if they did this, where they're like, hey, like, play these. And I, I love this idea uh, for more, like, like just get engagement with the console in general. Just being like, hey, if you play the console in general, like, we'll give you like x like x amount of this that you can use to like get this kind of theme. It's like, uh, like the honestly, the the, the Nintendo 3DS did something very similar. Mm -hmm. The Nintendo 3DS, when you closed it, it had it was it kind of like doubled as a step counter, so it would count your steps. And I remember when I was younger, I would always take my 3DS with me and I would keep it on and I would just 
close it up, put it in my backpack. And I think it was in college when I did this. I close it up, put it in my backpack. I just go around, I bike to and from places. And by the time I was done, I'd open it back up, and I had all these steps that I they had that I had accumulated, and it would like translate into like certain like uh, like Nintendo rewards. And when I would play Animal Crossing, like there was a there was like a section within the like within one of the shops that they're like, hey, like you can you you can actually convert. That cur- like that kind of like the like console currency into some like tickets that you can use to buy stuff in the game I'm like yeah that's amazing it was an incentive for me to actually play my nintendo 3ds and so it's like if you give me an incentive to play your console so that way like i can get some cool stuff out of it yeah i'm gonna do it i'm gonna play it more often i'm gonna make the time to go out of my way to play your console more often i'm gonna make the time to play with my friends more often even though i should be doing that anyway <laughs> like i love you guys but like i i i just i think it's just like if anything like if if if, if the gaming if the console developers are like incentivizing you to play their console by giving you these really cool upgrades it's like you don't need it don't necessarily need it but like do you want it i do i'd like i'd like to be like hey like look at all this cool stuff that i have for my console because i feel rewarded for playing it mm-hmm. at the very least that that's really gonna help with brand loyalty yeah yeah i agree i and i and i really hope again i, ho- I hope that this is going to be an update as far as us getting our our themes bet because there's four themes I have on my PS4 that I just want on my PS5, including the Final Fantasy VII remake one, yes. including the Final yes. Fantasy X. I have a Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy X theme. Um, there's another one that I have, which is from Warframe. I like that one. And then the last one is a Dragon Ball Z Xenoverse theme. Like all of those I want to bring over to my PS5 and just like I cycle them through every so often. I'm a, I'm a guy that don't like a whole lot of change. Um, I mean, my house has been the same way since I've moved in pretty much every single place. Like, it's never really changed too much. But that is something that I, every uh, every so often, I do switch around just because I do have access to those themes. And it's quick. It's easy to do. Sometimes I'm, the, I'm in the mood for Warframe. And I want to, and I want to do everything Warframe. Sometimes in the move for Sao, I'll do everything Sao. Like right now, we're playing Integral Factor and stuff like that. So yeah, so I just really want those themes to kind of come to light, and I would very much love that. Um, but yeah, so that's so anyone that is interested in the state of play that is going to be taking place. Uh, you guys can actually register now and partake on their first event, which is happening a week from today. Uh, and I'll go ahead and save this one for last. We have one. Well, we have two more stories, but we're actually going to skip this other one. If you guys want to look at uh, look it up, it's PS5 VR leaks and tweaks um, by Autocratic or Kratiki from uh, Gamespot. Uh, make sure you guys are checking it out because they talk about some pretty interesting stuff about the PS5 VR leaks. Uh, but what we are going to talk about is the PS4 slash PS5 most downloaded game. <laughs> for uh, April. So Alex Newhouse from GameSpot says, it's time once again to look at which games cracked the top 20 list of the most downloaded titles on PlayStation Network across PS4 and PS5 for April 2021. An older game does not uh, an older game does not hold the top spot on either list. The US and Canada PS4 and PS5 charts are both topped with new releases with MLB The Show 21 Wow, that's actually interesting. Uh, with MLB The Show 2021 20, uh, grabbing the number one spot. 
For the last few months, both, PF, both PS5 and PS4 charts in the U.S. and Canada have been dominated by GTA 5 or Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Uh, but that's changed in April. On PS5's list, the MLB The Show 21 takes the top spot despite it being free with Game Pass on Xbox One and Xbox Series X slash S. Outriders uh, and on the PS5 exclusive Returnal comes uh, at and Returnal comes at the two and three spot. In Europe, FIFA 21 continues to reign with Outriders at second and it takes two third. On PS4, MLB The Show also dethroned GTA 5 and wow guys that is, all right, I'm going to finish this and we're going to talk about it because that is very interesting to me um uh yeah on PS4 MLB the show had also dethroned, dethroned GTA 5 and Call of Duty uh Black Ops Cold War although those two two titles still achieved second and third place respectively near replicant uh snuck in at 15 making it the only uh other April release to crack the top 20 uh, other notable titles include Naruto de Boruto, Shinobi Strikers in ninth place, PGA uh, Tour 20, uh, 2K21 in 12th, uh, in 12th place, and Gang Beast at 20th place. So, guys. Gang Beast. I keep yeah. hearing that name. Yeah. So, the reason why this is interesting to me is because I, I wholeheartedly thought that these numbers for PlayStation were going to tank for MLB The Show. Because exactly what the article said, it's free on Game Pass. It's free on Game Pass. So I, I would assume that most people will be like, all right, I have a PC that can function the game. Or I can go ahead and just get an Xbox Series S and just, or even on your Xbox One, because I, I, it looks like it was on Xbox One too. If you have Game Pass, you have the game. You just download it and you start playing it. So to see that MLB The Show, not only on PS5 um, and PS4, are still like the number one spots, it's just like I was expecting that to not be the case. Um, I think that GTA 5 has been up there for way too long. <laughs> and, uh, and Cold War, I, I have no comment on because that seems to be a pretty cool game. And I know that they brought in a co- campaign and it's only been up there for a couple months. But GTA 5 has been up there way too long too many times for it to be a ps3 game on the on the next gen consoles you know what i mean uh but yeah what are your guys thoughts about that though does does this surprise you at all that mlb the show 21 has been the most downloaded game on the playstation for four and five for april i don't know i mean what's to say no i think the reason that i say it is that uh, you could you could look at it from the lens of exclusivity, where again like it's free on Game Pass, mm-hmm. so you you so like you already have like potentially that dedicated fan base that's on the PlayStation, yeah. so you know like for them to be like oh well like it might be free on Game Pass, but how much is an Xbox? How can I even get an Xbox? Which now we know how you can get an Xbox. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, you know, like, it's, it's like, it's like, you gotta buy a whole nother console, you have to buy a whole nother subscription service, like, just to get a game for free, and it's just like, is that even going to be worth the, you know, the time and the money to, to actually get it on there, but, like, if you already have been playing, like, MLB, like, on your PlayStation this entire time to begin with, it's kind of like, you know, like, might as well, like, invest the money in it, 
Oh my gosh, my cat's been doing this entire time. I apologize. So anyway, about what are your thoughts on this? I, I, yeah, I really, I mean, it shocked me because maybe, maybe I've just been listening to too many different podcasts from people that's in, that's like really rubber elbows with these, uh, uh, developers and, and are really dive heavy into it. Because again, when you think about the, the, uh, industry that, that we're going into and that they're in already and stuff, it's a very small amount of people that fully are paying attention to what's going on at this level like for example there's been numerous times where i have conversations with people that do play video games and i'll mention game pass and they're like what's that like some people still to this day don't even know what game pass is and this is something that's been discussed for over a year now so i think i think that is something to still kind of look in the lens of that because again like i was i was full-heartedly thinking that if it's going to be on Game Pass day and date, then more people are going to be more prone to pick it up on Xbox Series X, S, Xbox One, or their PC if it's available on PC. But it sounds like, at least on the PlayStation perspective, not on a competition base, but on a PlayStation perspective, it dropped and it still did pretty well. I don't know if it did as well as the former uh, years to where it was just exclusive for PlayStation, but it seems to be doing just fine still. So that's very uh, interesting to see. So yeah, what do you yeah. what, what do you think about that? I, I really don't know. I don't really. I guess it has a loyal fan base. I mean, just because it's on Game Pass, I mean, it depends on if you got an Xbox or not. I mean, I, this is probably not a game. I don't see people picking up an entire Xbox just to get MLB the show twenty twenty one. Well, I mean, I, I think it, it kind of is. Makes, it makes me want to give it a shot, though. I mean, I haven't played baseball games in Wii Sports, even with Wii Baseball. <laughs> super, like, Super Sluggers? You guys ever played that? Mm-mm. I've never played that. Oh. You know what? I've got to say, like, just as a side note, like, Mario Sport games, like, are, like, top-notch. Like, like Mario Super Sluggers, Mario Super Strikers... Like they're they're so much fun. They're so, really good. Uh, Super Strikers <laughs> was my jam. That was my Super Strikers. Of course, I like soccer, so you already know. But that was that was my jam. It's it's so good. But like like some of these like titles are are kind of like like honestly like Naruto to Boruto like like Shinobi Strikers like that. I was like, people are still playing that. I and like, I haven't touched that in like a like a little over a year. Yeah, and I'm kind of curious. Like that makes me want to re-download it and see what's different about it because ultimately yeah ultimately like that game all right that game actually is fun i think some of the lock-on features could be a little different but i do like that you can do 6v6 and team up with uh your buddies and everything like that or was it 4v4 it's 4v4 you do 4v4 Uh, and everything like that yeah i really like that but um the thing that disappointed me is that i was at e3 when that game was about to come out i played it and I asked one of the workers, I was like, do you know, because they, they couldn't talk too much about the game, but I was like, do you know if this is going to have a campaign, like an actual story or whatever? And she straight up told me, yes. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it does not. It's literally like, I mean, if if there's a story, if you can call it that, it's like the introduction of your character, and that's practically it. There's no plot. You know, there's I never ad- heard of the game. Yeah, I, uh, she, I mean, she was there. She was there uh, advertising for it. So I'm like, because I know some of these. Now, granted, again, 
Granted, I know there's, I know there's a lot of people that works at E3 that they literally hire them because they're attractive. Like they that that's how that's how it goes. They they go and have these cute girls in tight clothes and wearing hats and stuff like that. They got attractive guys that have tight clothes where you can see the muscles kind of bulging off his their shirts. Like they got they do that setup very well to bring attraction to the event. So I knew me asking her there's a chance that she probably didn't know what she was what what it is she didn't, there's a chance that she didn't know what she was talking about but i had a little bit of faith though because her friend that i was talking to knew about fire emblem and that's that that's not a game that you just randomly bring up like like you like if you know about fire emblem chances are you're at least a semi gamer or a gamer it's not just like a like you're pretending to know video games like you're you're at least uh, intrigued a little bit inside the industry so she brought up fire emblem was like all right cool cool now you do you know if the boruto the naruto is gonna have a uh or naruto the boruto is gonna have a campaign yes no if i find you in the street no i'm just kidding (laughs) but it was like yeah. Yeah. Well, she, so she just, said, just, just tracked them down years later. You said <laughs> they would have a campaign. Mm-hmm. It does not have a campaign. I mean, just really quick, like, just picture being that person, that that poor person, they put on the spot like that. Like, does it have a campaign? Oh, like, I want to like spread a bunch of positive news. So, yes, it does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next thing you know, I'm gonna be like, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna say this right now. I'm not gonna kick you, and I'm gonna kick. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, it was just something along the lines like that. I was just like, she said it with confidence. I was very, very, very excited to to kind of get into that. That's one of the reasons why I got it day one because we had a lot of fun time. Me, barely leave you, Mildew, and Carrot. We had a lot of good times playing it on the uh, uh, on the PlayStation. That was one of the games as well as the My Hero game, which actually was really fun. That My Hero Academia, that that game was really fun too as well. Uh, um, what the, ma- the manga really killed my motivation to get that game. No, dude, man, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I think you'll... Well, it's a fighter, so you have to be in the fighter mood. So it's, it's it's just one of those things where I'm just like... Like, like when I look at it, and I'm like, dude, that game looks sick. But like, because I read ahead on the manga, I'm like... There's so many more characters that I want in this game now that, like, this game looks like a watered-down version of what I want it to be. Yeah, gotcha. I wonder if... um. I wonder if any of those characters are inside the second one because there's two of them that's out. The one that we played was the first one, and Todoroki, man, he was a dog. Like, I ended up fighting uh, Bailey Levu. It was me and him. We were going against each other. He was pinning me down because I still was like, trying to learn how to play. He was trying to learn how to play too, but he was just better at learning how to play than I was. But Todoroki, uh, Todoroki once I went ahead and did my ice, whoo, it was game over. I wish I recorded that, man. It was a good time. Gotta give a shout-out for Crash B Smashing for the sub. Tier 1, appreciate you. Yep, all all day, every day. Um, But, yeah, but what uh, what are your thoughts, though, about... Uh, oh, well, I guess we just all kind of gave our thoughts about the MLB The Show um, still having pretty... Like, taking the number one spot as opposed to the most downloaded game in April for PlayStation. Um, and then, of course, we have Returnal that was up there. Uh, for the PS5, but also what was the other game? It was uh, Outriders. That was up there too as well. Um, so I'm wondering. I'm wondering if some pe- more people got Outriders because they wanted to go ahead and play with their friends that might already downloaded it on the Game Pass because it's crossplay. Like that's something that I thought was absolutely fantastic. Is that it is crossplay with Xbox Series S, X, PC, PS4, and PS5. 
Like, we, we played together. Now, granted, I don't mean to be bringing up the past. <laughs> but I'm just saying, we got to play together when you were on the S. I was on the PS5 and Ohio was on the PS4. We had a good time all the way in, up until Armageddon happened. Like, what are, what are your thoughts about that, about Outriders being the number one two, or number two spot uh-huh. on PS5? I mean, honestly, I don't, I'm not too surprised. Uh, Outriders is actually a really good game. Uh, like, I feel like it, it kind of just feels like Destiny without all of the added, like, in-game purchase kind of mechanics. Uh, like, it, the way that it's built, it kind of, like, makes you feel like you want to play the campaign with different characters, uh, like, with different abilities. And I, I will say, like, it makes you want to play that, but I will say, like, as somebody who, like, has played the game, I haven't really picked it up since then. Like, I will say, like, I'm very fortunate that I have both a Series X and a PS5. I'm very fortunate <laughs> that, I, that, I, that at the very least, like, have that option. But at the very least, because I have both options, I'm like... I have Game Pass, I have the PS5, like, going towards Game Pass to get it for free at the very least. Right. Um, but, ultimately, like, I feel like it, it, it is a good game. It just had a lot of issues at launch that the developers have addressed very aggressively uh, and are working very ha- hard to, you know, fully get it fixed. They've put in a lot of patches since then. And that's also that's, that's very good to hear. Like as a gamer, like you want to be able to hear that, and it develop it, it kind of like establishes like a certain level of trust with you and the developers to be like, hey, like if something goes wrong, the developers are going to be on it to to get it fixed, to to keep giving people updates on what's going on. So ultimately, like I'm not too surprised that like it's so high up there because I feel like part of it was that because it was like very highly anticipated for for one thing. Uh, but the other thing was that again, I think part of it was that the the developers' response to all of the issues going on was so good. Yeah. At the very least, it would make me feel like I would want to, uh, I would want to play it more. Again, it's it's just one of those things that like at the very least with my Xbox, my Xbox is unplugged right now. I don't, I haven't been playing my Xbox very much. So, if anything, like I've said before in my past, the PlayStation is my home. Like, that is my home base of operation. So, like, if I, you know, if I have the option, you know, I'll, I'll probably play it for free with my subscription. But all of my games and all of the games I really want to play are on PlayStation. So it's just kind of like, you know, if, like, if I really want to play with you guys, if I really want to, like, because the, the other thing is this, like, especially with Outriders. Um, like we had to talk through, I think we like we had like a like a three way call or like a three way ch- like a Discord chat like, during the whole thing, and it, and I, like I had to have my phone open, I had to have like one oh, earbud. Yeah, like it was, it was it was still through PlayStation, but you were on the PlayStation. app. Oh, I was yeah, I was on the PlayStation app. I will say like for me, it was in it, it was a huge inconvenience. Whereas like if I already had it on my PS5, it would have been such a smooth experience, mm. and. And something I will continue to say is that convenience sells. If you want to sell something, make it convenient. Like, because, like, part of me, like, the entire time I was playing was I was almost just at a point where I was like, just forget this. Like, I'd rather just spend 50, like, six, 60 bucks just to get the game and then just be able to, like, play with you guys, like, through PlayStation's, like, uh, like you know, chat features, uh, voice features, to be able to just make this a lot easier, so I don't have to deal with all of this nonsense. Mm. Like if I'm playing by myself, it's one thing, but like if I want to play with my friends, there's that level of convenience, and I think that 
if anything, that would kind of push me if I had the if I had the funds and I had the means to get it. That might push me to actually, you know, follow through with that. Heard that. Heard that. Uh, real fast yeah, before GTA, we wrap it up. GTA, though. Yeah, it had to go. Had to go. Uh, Want to hear your thoughts about Outriders taking the number uh, number two spot for the PS5 there, Nine Ball? Um, right before we dismiss for the evening, um, so that way we can get back to gaming. I uh, don't have much to say. I haven't really played Outriders yet. Um, I do feel you on that one, um, Gravity, because I go through that a lot when I play Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> yep, yep. Since he, he's, a, he's on PC, for anyone that's watching or listening to this later, that's the reason why he has to party up with us through the PlayStation. I use PlayStation to party, but I predominantly use my PC for gaming, which is, I guess, predominantly my home. I mean, I love the game on the PlayStation 4, but for me personally, when I do single players, like when I'm playing Cyberpunk, I'm about to start playing some Death Stranding here. I'm going to predominantly be on a PC for that stuff. It's my home system where I live at. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I got an Xbox. My The Xbox... Uh, I forgot which one this is. One? Yeah, Xbox One. <laughs> they got to name their Xbox something better. They did, they did. <laughs> just, just Xbox, this is the rest of them, just do Xbox Armageddon, and then just start naming it 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 from there. But I thought their code names were perfectly fine. Yeah, Scorpio, yeah. Scarlet. Yeah, Scorp- yeah, Scorpio, Scarlet. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. So Lockhart, much better than PlayStation. Lockhart. <laughs> yeah, Lockhart. Like, yeah, like Xbox yeah. Lockhart. Yeah, I got the Xbox Lockhart. It's like, oh, it's like, oh, you have the Lockhart. Oh, I had the Scorpio. It's like, like that. I'm sorry. That's so much cooler. They really just need to keep the code names and just go with that instead of like Xbox. Xbox One, Xbox Series X. They, they would have been fine like, if they just one kept X. it. <laughs> they would have been perfectly fine if they just kept it. Xbox, Xbox One, Xbox Two, Xbox. It would have been so much easier. But you went to no, Xbox that's... 360, <sighs> then then One, then S slash X, well, and then on top of that, um, the Xbox One has an S slash X as you well. You want to hear something funny about Xbox? It's actually a short version of the name. Because it actually is the direct Xbox name for direct X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I, you know, at the very least, like while we're talking about Xbox, I feel like I would love if Xbox ended up having some sort of like, I don't know, like I feel like just like at, at a certain point, just making an Xbox like a PC version of an Xbox. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Because like they're all because we're already seeing it with like uh, like with Game Pass where you can play on your PC and you can play certain games on your PC, but there are certain games that you can only play with Game Pass like on your PC, and there are only certain games that you can play on your Xbox. Mm-hmm. I feel like I like honestly like I would love to see a day where like the Xbox is just a glorified like gaming PC. And I don't, I don't know, but uh, uh, that's just at least my opinion. I feel like that would at least entice me to want to like, look, like you know, maybe play more games on there because, like, if I can have access to PC games on there. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm. I was about to say because until the last statement, I wasn't. I wasn't with you until you just made that last statement because I was like, before the biggest issue 
and this is this is me. The biggest issue that Xbox has up until now, because now they're starting to have content and saw the Game Pass and everything like that. But the biggest issue that they had is where are the games? Like that was the thing. Like that's if Nintendo has found all the Final Fantasy series and it never came out on PlayStation, never came out on Xbox, whatever the case is, I would be a Nintendo guy all day, every day. If the bouncer was only on Sega Saturn, guess who's getting the Sega Saturn? You know what I mean? If Power Storm Remake comes out and it's gonna be on PC, well, putting everything down, I'm going to upgrade my PC. Like that's that's how that goes. So like so for me, when it comes down to Xbox, the biggest lack that there was is that you have Halo, you have Gears. And you have, what, sometimes Bayonetta? I mean, even that's a Nintendo thing. You know what I mean? Uh, well, they had some They have some good licenses. Like, at the beginning of the Xbox 360? One, they hit upon... No, Xbox One, actually. Because they hit upon... I don't know if you remember the trailer to Phantom Dust? Yeah, you, you talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had a trailer come out because they were supposed to be redoing it. And mm-hmm. it was a multiplayer. And then they just dropped it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Perfect Dark. They all... Yeah, that's coming back. Yeah, um, yeah. Also, Lost Odyssey, which is a top 10 JRPG, which, again, Xbox just didn't touch it. They just leave it. And I'm wondering if any of that has to do with their relationship with, because you just said it, JRPG. So I wonder if it has to do anything with their relationship with the Japanese culture. Like, like really. Japanese studios, I should say, not culture, because there's obviously... Sucks. Um, well, um, no, um... If I'm not mistaken, the um, yeah, um, Phantom Dust was made by Majest. I want to say Majestico because they made Psychonauts. They mm. also made. You've never heard of. Uh, you ever heard of Avent Rising? This Avent is Rising going old oh, mm. school Xbox. So yeah. basically, Avent Rising, humanity's at the brink of extinction. You're like one of the last humans left. It's sort of like you ever seen Titan A. We're going to go back at movie history here. <laughs> I'm drawing blanks on all of these. <laughs> okay. Okay, so it's sort of like the video game version of Titan A. Well, they actually find out that these alien races are trying to wipe out humanity because humanity actually has, like, they can become real powerful if they unlock the hidden potential or something. Mm-hmm. And this alien race basically obliterates. They try to warn humanity, but it's too late. Yeah, they wipe humanity out. It's sort of like Mass Effect before Mass Effect in a way. I was like, sure, I got the game it, back there. Huh? I was going to say, sorry, it, it sounds like Frieza, like, <laughs> annihilating the Saiyans a little bit. Like, I need to get rid of these humans before they reach their potential. Mm-hmm. The Saiyans. Like, Superhuman. Superhuman. Like, kind of like that, but it's like Titan A. Well, if you ever seen the animated show Titan A, basically humanity finds this, they create this massive power station, and they basically get this massive ship called the Titan. So it attracts this alien race that feels threatened now, because this ship can basically create planets and stuff. And so they just detonate Earth by killing, like, billions of humanity, and basically it takes place with, like, I'm going to say Matt Damon was like the lead voice actor in this. It was a cartoon movie, by the way. Interesting. And, oh God, it's been years since I've seen this movie. Basically, they find out that they hit the, the Titan got out. The thing got out before the planet blew up, and now they got to go find it. It's got, let me go. I need to go dig up the, I'll have to go dig it up sometime. But, um, <laughs> it's sort of like that. Um, 
Um, Phantom Dust is basically your character wakes up and he has no memory. Mm. Humanity has no memory of what happened. You wake up in this down in the thing because it's this weird dust in the air. And some people can, they call it espers. They can basically take the dust and do things and create like weapons and stuff out of the dust. But if Ooh. you stay up on the earth for too long, your memory's erased. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah, it's like a 15 minute time limit in battles. It's sort of like that. It's also like a card battler because you have to build like your own arsenal to call it arsenal. Oh, uh, like a deck and stuff. Oh, uh, I'm getting I'm getting real bad flashbacks of uh, Kingdom Hearts rechain of memories. Oh, uh, uh, I'm getting bad. Please tell me it's nothing like that. I would assume I it's not. It yeah, I was gonna say I assume it's not because that, uh, that was received well. But I know Phantom Dust was. Uh, that was so painful. Getting through that game was so painful. No, it was pretty good. It was pretty. Uh, Phantom Dust was pretty good. It was around the time of like when Jade Empire and thing was out. Mm. Back when Bioware was good. I still have hope. Really- I still have hope for Bioware. I mean, now they've definitely fell off the rocker quite a few times. Let's be real. Let's be honest. But I said, I said, I think that Lars will fall off at that last step. They should be okay. Yeah, it, yeah, we'll have to see. Because right, on the, way down. the last step is if they mess up on Dragon Age Four. So if they mess up with Dragon Age Four, I think they're done. I'm taking their body and putting it in the basement. <laughs> just, just hide yeah, it in the bye, meat freezer. Bye. Yeah, bye, <laughs> Um. And that, yeah, that guys, that actually does it for us today for All Things Gaming, episode 48. For anyone that's watching right now, thank you very much again for tuning in. We got great stuff that's coming up this week, including this Thursday is going to be Smite Night with It's the Nine Ball, with Ohio, with Malachi 36, and possibly, from what we're hearing, maybe a little bit of Abs 3315, which you guys can actually catch her stream right now if you'd like to. Um, where we're actually, when we stop this, it should be hosting her if she's still streaming, which I think she is. Awesome Apex Legends. So get crunked up with her. And you guys can Uh-oh. also get crunked by going to www.repsports.com. Type in ALWT Gaming and get your raise energy drinks for 15% off. Yes, you guys can get them at GNC, but you guys can't get them at GNC without the 15% off code of ALWC Gaming. Might as well go to Red Sports, R-E-P-P-Sports.com. Get yourself a case, and you guys can get yourself some guava mango, some Galaxy Starburst, some sour gummy worms, and these are not made up uh, flavors. These are actual real flavors, and I tried them all, and they're all quite delicious. And I'm not just gassing it. It really is delicious. Like, really. <laughs> um... But you can also, if you don't like uh, energy drinks, you guys can also get it inside your your rep sports gear, your uh, water supplements, your workout powders, the whole nine. The app type in ALWT Game at checkout, get 15% off. Um, this Saturday morning is our nine to five segment. Might be a little different. We have to see exactly how this is all going to go. Uh, I know Gravity has a part time, so he's going to be there. Uh, if, if he's available, I know he will be available on there from 9 a.m. until 11.30 a.m. Uh, but me and it's the nine ball. I know we're going to be on there for the first part. We had to see how the second part's going to go. We might switch on to Final Fantasy 14, so TBD. But at least you guys can get a couple hours in with me and it's the nine ball uh, on Splayed and Soul, which is an older MMORPG. But they actually announced that this is going to be uh, a second one's going to be coming up. Uh, well, they announced it this year that the, the second one's in the works. So 
Uh, me and uh, I know me and it's nine pole played the tutorial portions, and that was practically it. We haven't actually dove he uh, heavy into it, but the combat's pretty fun, and we're gonna kind of dive into it and see where the journey takes us. So if you guys like that kung fu, we will see you guys there, nine a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Saturday, this Saturday, which is the fifteenth, and then of course Saturday night, all day anime. Me and Gravity Mark Dos. We're going to be talking some great anime stuff. I got some good stuff to talk to you about, man, because I started some other animes, started rewatching some, like Sword Art Online and everything like that. Yeah, we got some stuff we're going to talk about. It's going to be some good time. Uh, and I think I said this before, but want to say it again. Crash be smashing. Thanks again for the sub. I appreciate it. That was about 18 minutes ago. Appreciate you. Love. Uh, yep. Yeah, make sure you, uh, again, uh, if you guys do have Amazon Prime, you guys want to be cool like Crash Be Smashing, you guys uh, can just link your Amazon ac uh, account with your Twitch account, and then you have a free Prime. If you guys don't use it for us, use it for Absolute 315. If you guys don't use it for Absolute 315, use it for Lil Tofu, who's currently playing uh, Blasmophobia, and that's little L-I-L Tofu, T-O-F-U 92. Um, what, 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 what did you say? Plasmophobia. Or Phasmophobia. That's it. Phasmophobia. Is yes. Yes, I bought that game. You should play it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what Yeah, that's what she's currently playing right now. If you guys don't want to use uh, it for her, go ahead and use it for Nasty V Nas. That's N-A-S-T-Y, V as in Victor, N as in Nancy, A-S as in Sam. And that first N was an uh, N as in Nancy as well. Um, but she's playing Apex Legends as well. I wouldn't be surprised if her and Abs3315 are against each other right now. Um, you guys don't want to use it for that. You guys can use it for Queen Bells. This is a whole. You guys could ultimately. It's a free sub. Use it for a, a Twitch streamer that you guys want to support. Yeah. Use it. Don't waste it. Yeah. Use it. Don't lose it. You know what I mean. Uh, and then of course next uh, Tuesday is going to be back here with All Things Gaming episode forty nine, and we're going to see what's going on there. See what this is about, guys. We are a month away from Final Fantasy Integrated. We're a month away from E three, and I cannot wait to see what that's going to look like. But it looks like we're going to have to wait <laughs> another week before we start talking about video games. So until next time, everybody, control, alt, complete, complete, peace, love, and hair grease. <laughs>